0: Welcome to RCS. I'm Dan, and I'm Nick. Back. Welcome back to my deck.
1: Welcome back to your deck. It is so nice out here. I, it is. The weather has day. been phenomenal. Check it out. There's like six hummingbirds right there. The, you know they're getting along. Is what I noticed. I know. It's because sh- it's colder. I think. Is it? Okay. Because yeah. I showed up here before you did, and I was sitting out on the deck, just kind of calming down, which I needed today. And they were they weren't like beating the crap out of each other. So <laughs> that's kind of nice. The which, things you learn. Or you know, oh, this is this one empty? Maybe. Oh no, no, no. This one, oh, okay. no, it might be empty. I don't know. I you got to keep up. You got to keep up on you. you I got to take care of the wildlife, Dan. You know <laughs> I mean, come on.
0: Unlike some people, I take care of the wildlife. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Before we get into that, <laughs> we're brought to you by Avance Haggerty Carter Subaru. Uh, not a drivers club tonight, but uh, we are still with drivers club, of course, and Salvo Design, and of course, our friends at Griot's Garage RCS Ten for ten percent off any Griot's purchase. Which I am going through that stuff like water right now. <laughs> are you? Yeah, because you know, because it keeps raining and oh, it's yeah, sunny, yeah, and yeah. it's raining and it's sunny. I've got road trips to do, so... I've got a bunch of stuff if you need it, by the way. Oh, I... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I have no shortage of product. It's just scattered throughout the shop.
1: Or finding it and then using it, and then it's sunny for two seconds, and then it rains again, like you said, so... Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like a little bag I carry with me right now. I keep going to the car wash, because I haven't got the new gravel down for the driveway, so it's really thin. So, you know, when you spray, it it just kicks up on the tires. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I go down to the car wash. The one that doesn't exist in Issaquah. Fair enough. (laughs) I spray it off, and then I go over it with 3 and one thing. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, it's a, it's a good car wash down there. I've been, I finally went down and washed the Subaru. I haven't washed it in forever. It's just <laughs> been, it's been, well, between the monkey and, and, and the bike and, and I haven't driven the car that much. It's been like, I'm, I'm, st- I'm, <laughs> I'm like 9,000 miles under where I should be. In my league, so. <laughs> That's a guess, rare
0: thing for people.
1: Well, I mean, COVID helped, but it was still like, <laughs> Not for me. I'm so, twenty three thousand deep on the right Yeah, you kinda you kinda went nuts, which is fine. But yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah not add we, a we, much to And we didn't too. take we didn't take the rapid to Wyoming, right, did we? So we took the Audi. So yes, that's yeah, why yeah. Okay. that's right. You're heading you're you're soon to be heading off to Moab for your birthday? Yep, going doing <laughs> Moab. I'm doing um I have
0: three trails, three trips planned. All of them are about two of them are a full day, one is a half day.
1: Oh, um, when you're down there, you're okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, um, I was like,
0: Where else are you going? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i've
0: done mods accordingly the winch which probably won't be as much of a concern in moab um but i did get sliders which were like six months ago and they're finally shipping uh COVID problems with steel
1: did you get them from the same guys that built your bumpers for the no, no totally okay. different ones okay. um
0: so i got those are shipping out uh, should be tomorrow and then so i'm gonna bolt those on i got a rear bumper skid plate which really is just a
1: yeah you talked about that yeah, yeah. It, just, it
0: just goes right into the trailer hitch okay. um and it's not foolproof i'm probably still going to scrape the pipes but uh I figure it's better than nothing <laughs> on that thing. It's, it's got something so in
1: between the pipes if you need it. Yeah, so. it's so much yeah. rear
0: overhang, but um, yeah. So I should be... I'm as ready as I'll ever be, I guess. Sure.
1: So That'll be a lot of fun. Are you guys going down, like, Idaho, or...?
0: Yeah, we're going to one day it. I'm going to go 16-hour drive straight to Moab, which... For us, we've done actually several times.
1: Well, I unfortunately I unfortunately did that drive that w- the one time. Yeah. So I mean that was you went we, longer. We, than we, that. we we were from Red Rocks. We were, we were, yeah, we we're in Red. We were Arizona. Were you? No, where were uh, we? Utah, had crossed somebody. from we come out of Mo- uh, Mammoth and went across Death Valley there, and then we stayed. Where is it? you go up through the tunnel, um, in the national park. Is it Red, that's is that Red Rocks or is that? I can't remember. What's the name of that? It's. Yosemite? It's, it's, it might be. It's not Yosemite. I don't it's know. Not, it's not. There's Valley it's Valley of Fire. It's, it's over. It's over Vegas. into the next state. So it's Arizona. So it's got to be well, Arizona or Nevada. Yeah. So I drove all the way from there to to home in one day. That was unfortunate. But yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but that's. It's still beautiful down there. So beautiful.
0: Yeah. I figured set out here about 4 a.m. and head straight to Moab. Call it a day.
1: So. <laughs> Just gonna leave here at 4 a.m. Head Moab. God. God. You're right. We did. We did. When we drove to L.A., that would have been. Oh God. Yeah, at least that this makes is my body hurt drive. just saying and yeah. talking about it. It's so, a
0: little yeah. better on the Raptor because you can like spread out. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be comfortable. You'll be comfortable. That,
1: that, that truck is so comfortable. I love that truck. Best road trip vehicle ever. Yeah, so great on mileage too.
0: Yeah, uh, we have a new sponsor this week. Uh, well, we talked about it before, but we welcomed new York Real Estate to the show. Um, so there's a property I want to talk about. Did you see the one he sent this
1: week? I've seen a the, lot of them. I mean, and and it's kind of hard because. Uh, Ray deals in a in a in a a price bracket that I'm not in yet, so um I, I want everything he sends like everything that is fair. Yeah.
0: So York Real Estate. So as promised, this is not like come look at this condo. Yeah. No, this is like car guys. This is for you. So this listing in uh, Hollywood Hill, out by Woodenville, uh, right up by Woodenville Wine Country. It, first of all, it's three point two five. Mm-hmm. this is a estate, so yep. driver's club members this is for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh two master suites one in on the main level Tuscan kitchen pool the whole nine but the car collector party where it's say at. that's a- the car collector dream is where it's at and you should see the photos in this listing because like the cars in the photo are probably worth as much as the house so whoever had this place like they knew what they were getting into and i'm I recognize some of them, so I'm like, "Who do I? Know? Who is the owner? Because yeah. I swear I know it. It's one of those." Yeah, but we'll, check this We'll out. probably keep that quiet, but yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. This is where it's going to draw your attention. Detached two star two story garage, up to nine cars, insulated, heated, with storage, pull down stairs, dumbwaiter, attached garage, four cars, <laughs> new AC. I mean, and a pool.
1: Why not?
0: Yeah. Uh, I- okay, so for one. Location ten out of ten. I love living in Woodenville, right there by Wine Country. So you're not in downtown Woodenville. You're not dealing with the Woodenville traffic that, that's building up. But you're right outside of Wine Country, you're right up in Hollywood Hill, and it's literally turnkey. Like if you're a car guy, this is the spot for you.
1: I, I, I mean, it's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I, I just want to live in the garage. Like, is that an option? Like, hey, can you just sell me the garage and, and the driveway? And no, I don't. I mean, the master suites would be nice. The home is beautiful, but there's a bunch of exposed wood beams. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah. you want it.
0: I, it's definitely goals. I'm looking at 3.25, and I'm like,
1: hmm, yeah. hmm maybe another 10 years. Kidneys don't go for what they right. used to. Yeah. yeah,
0: maybe if I'm playing all my cards right, but if you want yeah. to check this place out, check uh, text RCS to 59559. Check it out, or look
1: up York Real Estate. Text him. Look yeah, at the actually- listing. It's cool to see. Like, I, I that's one of the things I love is I love shopping online and looking at things I know I can't afford yet, sort of motivation. I'm not the first person to come up with that idea. But, like, <laughs> right? I'm looking at that going, okay, that's a that's a lot of motivation. So I, I think it's absolutely cool. Yeah, so, so your, uh, Ray.York
0: teamrealestate.com uh, if you want to check it out. but uh, Just text RCS, just text RCS yeah. To, yeah. to Ray there. Check it out. Nice guy. Drives an M3. Serious car enthusiast. Avance member. I was going to
1: say big Avance member, yeah. Yeah, so. definitely
0: the guy you want to talk to. But yeah, if you're a car guy looking for a home, he's your guy. It, obviously, he has passion it's behind his listings, in a way, he's like, he's yeah. not the only car guy real estate. This is the one I'm mentioning this week. He has plenty of other properties that are car guy friendly."
1: We're going to try to highlight at least one one a month uh, that, that Ray's working with. That kind of, you know, I think it's it's a fun topic. I think it's kind of neat and and I I still have fun looking at houses. There's there's one out in Carnation
0: I looked at that is just freaking sweet, and it was not on the market when I bought this place. It yeah. would have fit the
1: bill too. And I'm just like, oh. I, it's just a
0: dangerous game when you just buy a house to keep looking.
1: There was one I saw that was up near Bellingham that was, and it was like $800,000 and it had like a, a, it's like a 17 car garage, like shops. It was insane. That's hilarious. It's so cool. I mean, And it was a little bit farther east than Bellingham, but it was still a really cool. That's property. a nice so, area. Yeah. I
0: mean, if you don't have to commute to anywhere ever, it's a nice area. <laughs> <laughs>
1: bet it's got better internet than, you know.
0: Probably. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I have two soup cans and a string for internet. So,
1: Yeah, but you, I can hear you so clearly. It's, I know. It's, like, it's so nice. It anyway. still worked when you were a kid. Because I mean, you, yeah, you were fun. screaming into the cans. Yeah. So, yeah. I can <laughs> hear still you just fine because <laughs> you're 10 feet away from each other. So we're going to talk about a topic here that we didn't think we were going to talk about. So um, last Thursday when Dan and I recorded the 200th oh, episode. Oh, hold on. I still have, I still have my uh, Carter Subaru tip of the week. Oh, Okay. Well, I was going to talk about the lead into this, but go ahead. Carter Street, that's probably a better idea. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Uh,
0: Unfortunately, what happened this week is somebody I know got their trailer stolen.
1: Oh, I know that, yeah.
0: Yes, and uh, they found the trailer after driving around Seattle all night in Georgetown, and it was empty. They had a side-by-side, an ATV, and a ton of gear in that trailer, and it disappeared. Um, Unfortunately, this is a pretty common, more common occurrence – than it has been lately if you're over by the west side, Seattle, all the way from basically Tacoma to Everett. Like, crime is on the rise, unfortunately. Um, Police kind of have their hands tied, and there's not much they can do about it, and their officers are lower than ever. So you're kind of on your own. If you want to recover things, uh, well, there's a few things you can do.
1: And and precursor, try not to recover your own things. No, don't recover your own things. But if you can find them... It's fine to drive around, but be very careful because the people... If somebody's... Gutsy enough to steal your stuff, they're gutsy enough to try to hurt yeah. you.
0: So. Yeah, and they will. So, but if you can find it and get the police to come as quickly as possible, um, I have a trip. Uh, a very simple tip to help you with that, and that is a little new thing called AirTags. Um, now, there, I'm bringing up AirTags specifically, so all you Android guys, sorry, uh, I'm one of you, but uh, this is not. This doesn't help you as much. The reason AirTags work way better than other options, other Bluetooth options, is one the Apple network is massive. It's the number one selling phone in the world. And it's probably the most popular in our area. Now, the reason I say in our area, like, well, why would a, you know, somebody who's in desperate need of a, <laughs> a vehicle have a nice expensive phone? Well, it doesn't matter because there's probably a ton of people around him that do. And as that thing moves, you can track that AirTag.
1: It bounces off of other people. It uses exactly. the Apple network.
0: Yeah. yeah, And so you can embed these things in things you own pretty deeply. Motorcycle, guys, I recommend cutting a uh, small hole in the seat foam and shoving it in there. You will probably forget about it, but anybody who even has a phone <laughs> nearby who can like tell that they're next to an AirTag, they're not going to be able to find it if it's cut into the seat foam. That's the most popular spot on a motorcycle to hide it. Um, Pelican cases, which anybody who's got any professional equipment of any kind, whether it's audio, video, guns, whatever you've got, Pelican cases you know, they make an actual case for these things specifically for this purpose with 3M automotive-grade Uh, double-sided tape which is the stuff they use to put like trim on the side of your car so i will warn you now once that stuff's mounted and it's set it's not coming off (laughs) without like a pair of uh, like you know something to pry it off with uh for car people put in your spare tire well hide it behind the glove box as you fold your glove box down to change the air filter out the cabin filter stick one behind there this is a great way to track the stuff you own um but especially and for the uh, wheels, this is another one I was talking to Adam from Atom Design, who's been on the show. He actually 3D prints an insert for certain wheels to hide that in the center cap because That's wheel cool. theft is a big deal. If you've got, a you know, three to $5,000 set of wheels, think HRE multi-piece, think forged lightweight wheels. This is a great way to keep track of those. And you don't need to put it in every one. You just need it in
1: one because people don't typically steal one wheel at a time. <laughs> I mean, I have them in... I, I, the one thing I have it on, I've, I've got it on my keys. It has paid off immensely. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I put it on my keys. I'd never really lost my keys before and then I maybe I got a little stupid because I knew I could find them and it was great. Um, we have a lot of listeners who are big second amendment people. You can definitely have them on those. Um, You know, I've, I've got them, I've got them on, I've got them on my bikes. I've got, I mean, monkey could disappear. You could pick the monkey up and walk away with it. I like, actually, I'm going to move mine I'm. I'm not going to say where, but I'm going to move mine on the monkey because (laughs) that's a good idea. So yeah. Yeah. And so these, yeah,
0: there's other options for Android. They don't work quite as well because there's just not as many out there air tags are really where it's at for this and so i highly highly recommend them even if you are not an apple person get an ipad a used one a cheap one and run one and set up with that
1: and i think i think if you i don't and i'm not sure but if you have an apple account you can access yeah. that stuff online you can go to like one yeah. or uh, whatever it is not OneDrive. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's uh iCloud the iCloud yeah. and you can find them yeah yeah so. and so
0: no matter what you've got, if you're not tracking it, there there are like really nice, expensive, real-time GPS trackers. They're out there. If you have a very valuable piece of equipment, that's the way to go. I'm not downplaying that. This is not a replacement for a real-time GPS tracker. If you have a seven-figure car, if you have a... But Those are
1: larger too, and they can easily be found.
0: Yeah. And so you got to be a little more creative about how you put those on a vehicle. A lot of people like with very, very expensive investments will create cases for those to hide them and make them look like a factory part of the vehicle. I have seen that in the body shop industry for Ferraris and things like that, where they will literally like put a special made piece that looks like part of the car under the car and all it is, is holding the GPS tracker. Uh, Good thing to have. Um, But also you're paying a monthly fee, uh, all that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, if you're looking for cheap asset protection and tracking, this is the way to do it. And yeah, I've seen it. I love them. Like I said, I I bought them right off
1: the bat. I mean, I. And I, th- I bought five of them or six of them when they came and I was like, I'll never use all this. And I've bought more since. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, great for losing your keys and something like that too. And trying to find them. But this is really, really where they pay off because you're going to get real close. And if you're trying to track something like a trailer, not real hard to find when you're, you know, it's like, oh, it's within 500 feet. Well, that's not a big area for a 30 foot trailer.
1: And the app that where you track, it's kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like you're walking around looking for water. Yeah. So it's a So <laughs> Water witching. Yeah. Absolutely. Airtight. Yeah. With the two. Uh, yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah uh,
1: all right, so the topic of this show. Should we move into the dearly departed part of the episode? <laughs> Dick. Um, so Dan and I recorded, as you know, their 200th episode. And by the way, thank you for everybody that, that thanked us and, and, and put up put stuff up and has been watching the monkey video. I mean, I think that we've got close to like Sarpens has got cl- almost 500 views and we've got over 200 views, so it's really kind of cool to see that get viewed. But uh, Dan and I were sitting on his on his back deck and we were uh, we were talking and looking at Instagram and all of a sudden this really cool opportunity popped up on Instagram Um, and it was from our friends at um, posted on Avance off-road in conjunction with
0: Onyx Onyx
1: Off-Road that they had gone up into Stampede Pass and hid uh, a prize pack
0: yeah it was some shackles and some some stickers and some other it was more the idea was fun than what we were finding
1: so Dan and I and Shauna decided, hey, we're going to go and try to find this. And I, it's funny because we were, thought we were ahead of the, the game, and it was pitch black, and, and I was wearing flip-flops. It's like but 9 o'clock at night. I feel like we're the Blues we brothers. Like a full tank of gas, half pack of cigarettes, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. But yeah. <laughs> uh, we unfortunately did not find it. I actually don't know who did. Uh, I don't, I don't know if anybody just, claimed it. but um, or, or we just... Somebody claimed it on their Instagram. I didn't know who it was. Yeah. Well, which is really cool. So we're driving back, and and Dan and I and Sean are having a wonderful conversation about their farm and how there's, you know, they have had this mother deer that's coming into their yard and and they have two babies. And all of a sudden, they've noticed that one of the babies is gone. And Dan and I were being, we were jousting. We were having fun. We were like, oh, it's coyote food. Somebody got it. So (laughs) I had (laughs) literally picked up the Maserati that day (laughs) from. Uh, Group 2 Motorsports on some work I had done and left here um, and wasn't spiritually driving but was driving having fun and came down into the roundabout by the falls there and as you come over the hill on what's what is it what's the name of the road it's um not Tocal, it's not tokel it's tokel yeah it's tokel is Tocal. well, the one over there i don't know yeah so i was coming down <laughs> to tokel there and unfortunately i was not speeding i was going the speed limit came over and uh took a deer to the front of the maserati um which was a jarring experience i've had my parents have talked about them hitting them hitting a deer when i was a child and and what it can do um at this time, I still don't know. The car is, was drivable. I just want to say that. I was fine. No airbags were deployed. But yeah, it was a minor impact. It was a, Not for the deer. Not for the deer. <laughs> I will not... There, are, I have images in my head, I, and I truly do feel bad because I, I do do care about wildlife and things like that, and I was not being reckless, at, which is, needless to say, we all drive fast and, and have fun, but it was 11 o'clock at night. It was not, not that case. It was yeah. not that case. So, um, unfortunately, I think it's going to end up with a new front end and things like that. We'll post po- photos, but it got Dan and I thinking, like, you know, I mean, and, and it was funny, because the first person I called when this happened, because I was like a half a mile from Dan's house, is I called Dan, and I thought, he's not going to believe me, I'm like, I hit a deer, like, what do I do? Because I truly did not know yeah. what to do, and um, Dan in, was half asleep, <laughs> I think, goes, uh, call 911, and I'm like, are you sure, like, is that a thing, like, and and just to say this, I mean, I had already checked on the deer, the deer had had been deceased. I would not, you know, I would be much more in haste, or you know, to get things done if I thought an animal was suffering and things like that. I don't want to let anybody know that this was not an intention. So I did. I called 911. They put me in contact with the Snoqualmie Police Department, Snoqualmie North Bend. <laughs> Three officers showed up. It was a slow Thursday night, apparently. <laughs> um, but this is this is what you're supposed to do because you are you are technically. Destroying wildlife, even if it's not on purpose, yeah. Um, you are to put on your flashers. You pull over the road. Uh, make sure the animal. If the animal is is suffering, you can. That's a decision. The yeah. people in Idaho told us you could put it out of its misery, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, but that was not an option. So, yeah. Um, so I called the police. They came. Uh, they do run a. It's it's not a. It's not let's say a, re- a case. It's a report. Yeah. Um, and they will be be prepared for some questions because I did get some not so direct questions of like you know how are you doing tonight how fast were you driving? Things like that. You know, were you drinking kind of thing, which I get. Yeah. Um, So, you know, it was kind of, it's a new, I've never, I've never done that before. I've never, I've come close um, of hitting deer before. Um, And and since Dan and Sean have both told me that apparently there's some blueberry bushes where there was and there was, you've seen deer there now as well. So they're coming back to mourn their loss of, of the poor, poor child that lost. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So we did a lot of research around this on deer strikes, things you should know. Uh, That's a great, Start because number one, you should call the police if you Absolutely. get in an accident. Um, not in, your insurance.
1: The insurance is going to want the case. So that's so, the main yeah. thing is yeah. that
0: you want to show your insurance company that this isn't any
1: kind of fraud. Also, not an act of God. What? Still a deductible. Not an act of God. Yeah, found Compreh- that one comprehensive. I mean, no, there's still there's still going to be a a thousand dollar deductible. It's uh, on the insurance policy that's on the car. That's it's hitting a deer is not considered. I mean, that's, that's another topic, but I just thought I'd say that because I and my father who, who set up the insurance and, and care for the car both had a conversation about that. And I thought absolutely that's an act of God. It's like if you're in a hailstorm or something like that, that's not your fault. But this, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that but makes t- no sense. Uh, believe me, I've asked some several, lawyers, several times, but yeah.
0: company decided to push that through that. Well, BS, uh,
1: and I'm assuming too that there's plenty of people out there that hit deer. They're going too fast. They shouldn't have been doing that. That's you know, and know the insurance company looks at it and goes, "Well, you were being stupid. I'm not going to help you." Yeah, you, you, you hit know? a
0: deer at 120. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you took a part a
1: role in that. if You hit one sure. at like 20. Uh, yeah, 35 actually, but yeah, still I have to. Also, I want to say this: a huge shout out to Maserati because yeah. that car took a a mid-sized deer to the front of it, and I mean, the, really, if you look at it, like I could. Pull the grill out and get a new grill, and it would probably be okay. But there's some. But I was really impressed. The only thing the car told me is that it's one of the the front sensors needs cleaning. Well, it needs <laughs> cleaning because there's hair embedded in it. But other than that, <laughs> what if so, your parking sensors is yeah, clogged? Exactly.
0: That's so, funny. Yeah, yeah, you guys will see the pictures. I, I posted them on the uh, the webpage for this show, so check them out. Uh, yeah. I'll try and post them on Facebook too. It's it's really not a lot. There's not. It's not gory. There's not a lot to see compared
1: to what I thought I was going to get out and see.
0: Yeah, not much. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take our first break. Uh, we'll come back we'll talk to you about uh, some interesting deer facts deer facts (laughs) deer facts deer facts beer back we spend an average of 8 hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens
1: laptops smartphones tablets even digital refrigerators but what are we really connected to isn't it time you connected to something greater sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect this moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. Deer facts, Virginia? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I mean, obviously, I, I you see it a lot. You I as mean, we're driving, you're seeing deer on the side of the road. Um, I, I, and I will say this: uh, some quality. They came and got the deer, and I think yeah. there's there's usually most most law enforcement places know they have a way to either they they take the deer and they use it to feed people or they it's yep. used for something. Not, they're not throwing it away. No,
0: uh any a lot of animal rescues will take uh roadkill mm-hmm. if it's fresh and feed it to the to, to rehab other animals yeah. because the natural like the way to rehab a bobcat or a cougar for example yeah. is to give it meat yeah. that's not, you know, processed. And can't so, run away. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um yeah. so so found the most the most thorough article I could find this they're pretty brief on from the insurance companies was from uh, petpedia.co which uh, did I did check these facts for the record. These are not their opinion. These were actually pretty well pretty well documented so i don't know i'm going to butcher this name marjana Mariana, i think it's m-i-r-j-a-n-a Dobrick is the author and uh, she did a good job this is from 2020 so this is pretty recent too but every year there are about one and a half million deer related car accidents around the world Which uh, the highest number of it's the most dangerous animal in the world because of the fact that they like to jaywalk a lot <laughs> bastards don't want to use crosswalks at all
1: And they don't have thumbs you can't, That's true. You can't, you can't hitchhike. I like a nose could be right? something. It's, I know. You think the, the antlers... I mean, <laughs> if they had gone with the Rudolph thing and had the red nose, we'd see them. Okay, okay. I have to move
0: on to a different okay. topic for a second because this is one of the dumbest things and funniest things we've ever heard. And I, this story is 100% true. Uh, so you, you guys have seen those deer crossing signs, right? Nick are, you, are, you, are you about
1: that. to talk? I know what you're talking yeah, about. Knows yeah, I what I'm
0: talking about. So We will link this. Yeah. We have to link it. So deer crossings are not placed, like, arbitrarily. Somebody doesn't go out there, put a sign, and be like, yep, this is where the deer cross. They'll see that sign and walk right across here. No. Those are based off game trails. And if you move those signs, nothing happens. (laughs) Because they use the same game trails. That is why that massive overpass on I-90 exists. They fenced all those game trails off and tunneled them over this massive game pass. And because I-90 deer strikes have gone up dramatically over the years uh, due to a lack of predators and a lack of hunting... They're up through the roof.
1: Yeah, they have one on I-90, and then they have one outside of Redmond when you're heading out to uh, Duval. Yeah,
0: Yeah, so just so you know, moving the sign does nothing. They can't read. They don't understand the sign. It's based off the game trails, so Mm -hmm. suggesting that people move the sign so the deer don't get hit, some
1: people have said that. Some people have called into radio stations and the radio station thought it was a joke and it wasn't. <laughs> um, there are two. At, we, we will post the YouTube video because you have to listen to it and if you haven't heard it, a lot of people have. And then when you're done with that, they call her back after this is all done uh, a few days later and they talk to her because she truly did believe that if you moved the sign, that because she saw an article that basically all these deer were getting killed in this one spot because there was a deer sign there. And so she believed if the sign was moved, the deer wouldn't be killed there that's that's an that's not a horrible thought it <laughs> she just didn't finish the thought so but it is one of the funniest things you you will laugh it's it's so you know, much it's, fun to, what what because you think you think it's like you know if you don't know larry the cable guy started on a radio show calling in doing stupid shit and being but do you yeah. think that this is the same thing like it's not yeah so yeah. uh so
0: yeah it doesn't help so no. now that we've got that out of the way uh, on average, there are between 175 and 200 fatalities and over 10,000 injuries every year caused by deer accidents. Uh, this is global, not U.S.
1: Well, I mean, I, and I remember that was part of my driver's safety. And, I, yeah. and to be honest with you, I don't even know if I did it right. It, because some people say, don't hit the brakes. Because if you hit the brakes, your front end will come down. You'll take out their legs. They will come through the windshield. That happened to a friend of a friend outside of Pullman one time. Yeah. Hit a deer, and it killed him. So, I mean. The main thing to do is not swerve. Yes. Uh, slow down in a controlled manner
0: if possible, but don't swerve. That's usually the worst thing you can do. Um, typically, you'll end up either in the ditch or in an oncoming lane. And guess what? Deer are softer than cars and earth. So, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, we don't want to hit animals, but uh, that's the truth. The odds of hitting a deer with a car in the U.S. are one in 116, and the good high, odds. Yeah, pretty <laughs> good odds actually, as far as better than Vegas. And uh, the most popular time of year to hit a bar, hit a deer? Guess what? Right now. Uh, it's, you don't say, yeah, it's a uh, middle of December, last week, all the way through December. So that's the end of the season. And they only got one thing on their mind that is get to those does as quickly as possible. And yeah, like I said, well, they're terrible jaywalkers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, and that's the thing is if you, if you've been driving long enough, you know that deer, they freeze. Yeah. The headlight hits them. Doesn't matter how much noise you're making. They freeze because that's their predatorial. <laughs> shauna followed one for like a mile up the road. I'm not even kidding. She tried honking. She tried turning mm-hmm. on her lights.
0: She tried turning turning off her lights. She tried turning on her brights. She tried turning on her turn signals. She ended up following down the road for like ten minutes. It's a, it was a it was a young elk actually. Yeah, just as dumb. <laughs> just and just dumb. it just didn't know where to go. But it, the lights for the car were the only thing you could see. uh Deer actually have really good. uh They they don't have that great of vision. They can detect movement really well, but they can be blinded very easily. They have about 310 degree vision with the eyes on the side of their head.
1: Blinded by the light.
0: Yeah, so they were. So he was like, well, I'll just follow where the headlights are going because I can see where those are. That yeah. looks clear. <laughs> What's the shadow with
1: this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think the interest, one of the things that got me is the cost of deer-related accidents rose yes. from $162 to $4,314 in just one year. I find it interesting that it happened in one year. I mean, I, I also find it interesting, and that being said, by the time this comes out, I'm, I will be at Queen City Auto Rebuild to figure out what this is going to cost, but cars and and the products are more expensive especially now with covid trying to get parts and things like that but that's a huge jump mm-hmm. i mean in, in especially over one year i don't know why I, I oh it's i can understand the rise but i do not understand the time this time the time area i guess is the word i'm looking for so yeah um it's, because cars it's more expensive to fix cars these days yeah but and as
0: we've talked about this on the show before that's a good thing uh your car is designed to protect you and be crushed and fall apart basically when it hits something. And it takes the energy so that you don't and your body is safe. So unfortunately, this adds into seriously rising costs. Especially if you're in West Virginia.
1: West Virginia taking
0: the win. It's for lovers, not that's for... That's Virginia.
1: For, oh, that's Virginia. West Virginia it has is Virginia, for coal it? and for sadness. Oh. <laughs> is that on the license plate? For yeah. coal and sadness. Where you where you cry dark <laughs> tears. Hey, it's inspired John Denver. <laughs>
0: yeah. Country roads. Yep. Hit a deer. Yep. One in 43. Um, that is seriously good odds of hitting a deer in West Virginia.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and they're the number one for the last twelve years. Good job, West Virginia.
1: I, I, this is something I didn't know. Wild—they only live The average lifespan is four point five years. Yeah, but I, up to for twenty some, plus in captivity. Making okay. pets? Just kidding. <laughs> if we learned anything from Bambi or Fox and the Hound, <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, and and they can travel. Deer travel approximately three thousand miles every year. I did not know that. I mean, migrat- yeah, if, if they need to, up yeah. to, yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: if they have what they need, they'll just stay in the same area uh, all year round. So, like out here, where there's not a the lot of cars yeah. and there's a lot of farming areas with small, small things to eat off of all year. Yeah, I have deer every day. So,
1: uh, well, I mean, yeah, you live in the country, Dan. <laughs> yeah, you live in the country.
0: I, I kind of this part made kind of made me laugh. So, Petpedia.co obviously is like a pet forward site. I can understand them loving their animals, sure, and uh, uh. So hunting is decreasing, but they say, uh, what is it? Uh, Hunters kill approximately 6 million white-tailed deer every year. And there were approximately 12 million fawns born every year. Now, if you started at zero, those odds would even out, but we didn't. (laughs) So that's, we can't, we are not killing deer fast enough. And before you guys get all mad at me, this is a, this is not a matter of opinion. There are not enough predators for deer. So they're, they're massively overpopulating areas, causing tons of, Accidents like we're talking about here, but they're just everywhere. Um, we're not killing them fast enough, and they're not being eaten naturally fast enough. So,
1: and you don't see it here as much as you see it in Europe and and other places like New Zealand. But I mean, the the herds can have members up to a hundred thousand, like you see it in caribou and elk and things like that. But like you, you very rarely see more than probably four or five white-tailed deer, yeah, at a time here, you know, yeah, at least mommies and babies. But yeah, yeah, I just. It's something that it it obviously, like we said, it wasn't an intention to have a program about this. But um, being that I introduced, it happens to a lot of people though. It, it is the most.
0: It's the most common thing to happen to somebody to hit it anything. To hit deer. T-
1: I took a photo of the car, and I, the, first, the other person I texted after you was Kevin. I was like, "Guess what club I'm a part of now." <laughs> <laughs> so he welcomed me nicely. So it's uh it's it's tough i mean you really have to be careful especially you know we all like to drive fast and and everybody goes well it can happen at night it can happen during the day i mean they bed down during the day a lot more but they they will they're out they're active um it can you know i mean you see a deer every day yes I and mean, i see deer, every
0: day every single day i see deer yeah. um if i leave the house yes and yeah. even when i don't most of the time they're usually eating my apples um <laughs> which is fine i like them eating my apples i'm not eating them so they take up all the ones off the ground for me so thanks uh
1: yeah, so deer accident statistics reveal that the highest chance of any deer accident are in the fall and between, did you say that, 6 and 9 p.m.? No, I didn't yet, oh, yes. 6 p.m. and 9 p.m., which is... And th- it done. I hit it at 11. What the hell was this deer doing? Yeah. Where out. are the deer curfews? I think that's where we need to talk about is deer curfews. He had one too many. He was prowling for does. <laughs> had too many blueberries on the side yeah, of the road. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. blueberries. Fermented blueberries. blueberries. <laughs> yeah, okay. Get out of my head. <laughs> Get out, but um, it is... If you've ever, and I do not do not I do not do do I suggest looking at that, but what a deer or an elk or a large animal can do to a car and someone in it if, if they do tend to come up over the hood and hit the windshields, moose especially.
0: Moose will mess you up. Uh, I have a story. I've told it here before where I was traveling through Wyoming and I laughed at the moose crossing sign. So I was like, there's a Wyoming thing. And like 10 feet later, this bull moose walks across the road and I'm in my GTR looking under it, <laughs> under the moose. And I'm like, that would stop a truck. It yeah. would... Turn my car into a crushed can.
1: Well, that's a thing. I don't know. You got to think God was sitting there and he's like, okay, I'm going to make this really heavy moose and give it really skinny legs. <laughs> right? And a full grown bull moose is up to 1,800 pounds. 1,800 pounds. That's wonderful if you need to feed your family and you live in Alaska, but... Yeah. Not if you're in, you're in the family truckster heading down the road, so...
0: Yeah, and I think there was... I don't know if this is true. This is—I tried to find this. I was told when I was in Boise one time. We that, never
1: said these things were true. I mean, come on. <laughs> those parts are true. Yeah. This
0: one is not. Is that the uh, highest deer strike per capita? And per capita is always the the thing you want to say with something like this. Is between Boise and McCall that section of road there because it has that really really long high speed stretch, and it has if you've driven from Boise to McCall one of the best drives you'll ever do, unless you hit a deer is um, really, uh, as soon as you get out of the mountains, it becomes really flat with all these tributaries of water around, which is like the most perfect environment you can get for moose and deer and elk. And so there are a ton of animal strikes. And I have never driven that highway without seeing probably at least three on the side of the road daily. Like, it's usually big trucks, thank God, um, who just can't stop when they're carrying a full load, which and they tend to not take much damage when they hit a deer with those massive bumpers up there because they're built for it. But uh, as you know, we had a rally up there and someone hit a deer, and, uh, hi Kevin. This car looks great.
1: <laughs> hi Judy. Yeah. <laughs> Who took most of the deer. Probably yeah. still has nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Deer mares. Yeah. 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 I mean, and so I was, uh, and I, I said this earlier, uh, if you're on the phone with 911 and the animal is no. suffering, you can ask them and tell them that if you are equipped to dispatch a deer, there are a lot of people that drive around with their hunters and things like that. Boy, that is loud. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but always, always Talk to law enforcement first because you don't yeah. want anything to suffer. Like I said, that was the first thing I checked because I, you know, and, and that they ask you that. It's like, is the deer still alive? You know. Yeah. So, um, but um, I, as somebody was saying, don't you know, just 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 put it out of its misery. Well, I mean, depending on where you are, you really can't disarm. You, you can't- should not fire your gun
0: next to a road Every. if you have not <laughs> talked to the police first yeah. for this reason. Also, right? don't
1: hunt from your car. That's even more illegal. Yeah, that
0: is a big-time fine. Don't
1: hunt with your car, from your car. Yeah, yeah. So. there's
0: a lot of videos on that. People do that a lot, and before you think that it's like, oh, it's just a bunch of rednecks, if you've driven anywhere out in Idaho that's not on a highway, that seems like a real easy thing to do to just be like, I was going to take my rifle and throw it out the window because there's a 1,000 deer right there and I got 10 tags.
1: Yeah, but I, you know, what I've never gotten is, one, it, it is... It, they they. They will bait you in Alaska. They, yes. Get you. Live more than Alaska. Yeah. You have to get out of your car. I, I don't want to turn this into a hunting thing, but the idea of firing a gun in my car <laughs> so seems loud. so much worse. Like <laughs> it would I, I just, hot I, shell flying. I am not. I am not a hunter. I have been hunting things like that, but I, the idea of firing any weapon in my car <laughs> yeah, is. Know. I mean, you know, if you've ever been in an indoor firing range, what it sounds like there. I mean, in, in a smaller space, I just can't imagine that. So <laughs> no echo at all. It could, no, could go wrong. What did I say? <laughs> so. I think I got it. I think I got it. I know th- I didn't get it.
0: I didn't get it. I didn't get it. So I'd be more impressed if you fired a bow from your car.
1: That would be impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, You've had like that Pope mobile, like, the big bubble. <laughs> you could do that. I'd you know? probably be sacrilegious, but you know, yes. killing a deer from the Pope mobile. But my to get serious, if you
0: are in this situation, you are armed and you do need to put down the deer, which is sometimes the right thing to do for an animal that is suffering. It's sad, and nobody likes to do that. But if that is the thing to do, you should call the police if you have the ability and tell them you are going to. They're going to be fine with it because yeah. you are being very clear about your intentions. Be like, hey, I had a deer. It's suffering. Can I put it down because it's screaming its head off? Yeah, that's probably the right thing to do, but you don't want to just recklessly discharge your firearm after ever. hitting a deer ever, ever, ever but ever. especially on the side of the road where somebody might see you. Don't mind this guy with his
1: pistol putting, <laughs> shooting a deer in the head. If you didn't call 911, somebody will. Somebody will. Somebody will. Much yeah.
0: easier to explain ahead of so. time versus post-facto. Yeah. <laughs> what were you doing? I don't want to
1: talk about it. Exactly. Were you hunting from your car? Nope. No, we're I hunted hun- with, with the car. car. <laughs> I finished with that car. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> I mean and you can't I mean and and I think uh you are allowed after talking to them and things like that. They, if you can take that deer, you, you can take it with you that you have to, you have to report it. But yeah. I'm saying like, they will let you. That's not across the For board. For some reason, they didn't ask me if I wanted to take it home in the Maserati. And <laughs> it was funny. Cause I got home and my dad's like, what'd you do with it? Like you put it in the back of the car. And my dad goes, it wasn't a Tommy boy situation. Was it? <laughs> Which if you haven't seen that movie, they hit a deer, they put it in the back of the car and the deer wakes up. So <laughs> it's one of the better scenes, but yeah, just put it in the trunk. It'll be fine. So yeah i you know so i mean i guess i guess the idea is you know we've said it a hundred times is be careful
0: yeah um uh, not, not get too dark but this does happen and i want to address <laughs> it um I, I tried to take make light of this it's a sad thing but uh if you do hit a doe and it does have babies there are things you can do they don't just have to sit out there and die typically um this is really odd and it might freak some people out but typically they will walk up to you if they're really young which is very sad but we have a local place, Sarby Wildlife Center, you can call them, yeah, and the sheriff or whoever else will get you in touch with the wildlife center, and they will take them and rehab them. Deer actually do pretty well when they're raised in captivity and let go. They also do really well as pets, oddly enough. I do not condone domesticating a wild animal. Do not take that the wrong way. But if they cannot be released... Oh, they're so cute when they I, They're so freaking cute. <laughs> they're even cute as adults. But um, <laughs> like, if they can't rehab them into the wild, they will often go to petting zoos, things like that. So, I mean, that's kind of the best case scenario, but they typically don't last very long on their own and they usually don't as much as we like to think well circle of life you know a coyote will come get there or something and that's sad but at least that's natural now typically they just get my other cars yeah. and so the because they hang around the body right yeah. and so typically you can call a wildlife sanctuary which will come get the deer small does which typically don't weigh very much like a newborn does about five pounds they're really tiny mm-hmm. and the small ones are typically only about 50 to 20 um that said you don't want to pick up a deer they're usually covered in ticks Um, so deer ticks usually yeah deer Deer ticks ticks, and they're terrible but um but at the same time we do have wildlife rehab centers that can come get them and help you yeah um so those deer don't just get randomly hit on the road so keep that in mind as well to look for if you hit a doe you should look out for its fawns and maybe you can help them
1: yeah if you don't know fawns are loud they're not real good when (laughs) at being quiet unless their mother tells them to be quiet
0: so Yeah. yeah yeah, usually the, yeah, if they don't lay down and be quiet like and hide, they will often just come up to you. It's really weird. It, it kind of freaks you out at first. You're like, ah, what are you doing?" New I best do? friends? Yeah. <laughs> Say, food?
1: <laughs> Sir, are there doors in the back of your car? No, no. no. A <laughs> couple of chicks I picked up at the bar. They look like baby does. They're not. <laughs> Sir, there's milk bottles. Yeah, they're thirsty. <laughs> I mean, if you've ever seen, I mean, I've seen some people that have raised- deer like in the, i and, actually know somebody who and has they're a pet deer. absolutely awesome but it's it's illegal i think
0: yeah, so she so, yeah uh, the, the, i know somebody who has one and she's yeah. a licensed rehabilitator they got it too late to be released um and it wouldn't go back to the wild and so it has a collar on it <laughs> and it does not go very far because like i said if a, bo- if a deer has a lot of resources they don't actually travel that far they're no. like my food's here i'm warm why go
1: anywhere else <laughs> So I have a funny story. So uh, on Sunday, uh, I drove over to Clellum with with Sarah for her birthday to see Mm -hmm. her parents. And they live, uh, what's the road between Clellum and 97? And they're up on 97 a little bit. And the house next to them is kind of an Airbnb. And it gets rented out a lot of times to hunters and things like that that Mm -hmm. come into the area. And there were some people up from California that were bow hunters. And they hunted for like three days, didn't get anything. And they literally were packing up their car, and two huge bucks came walking <laughs> through the front. And these are responsible hunters; their tags were. They, they didn't. Yeah, they ha- were good to go. So, and he goes, oh, "We can't take it now. Like, we just can't." Like, he's like, he's like looking for these things all the time. He goes, just walks through the front yard. It's like, gosh, you know, <laughs> nanner, nanner, nanner. So
0: I've been sitting on the deck, like you know, working because I work from this deck a lot, and just sitting out here. And all of a sudden, I hear something in the trees, and I'm like, "Oh, it's something," you know, squirrels are running through. Just, nope. And it's like giant buck
1: eating apples, something i'm like
0: man (laughs) that looks
1: delicious (laughs) the apples he means the apples the apples yeah we we don't condone hunting here (laughs) eating we do hunting we don't (laughs) yeah Yeah, no you know it's kind of a fun topic uh you know we uh we, this this week was as funny as it is was kind of a weird week for both of us and we had um guesser, as we know is be kind of hard to get and so we thought <laughs> we got like four going- in a row coming up <laughs> yeah <laughs> this week. the next month is going to be great I mean between the guests we have coming up and the advice you're going to get Dan's going to be in Moab I'm going to be in Austin at F1 there's a lot of we're going to have a lot of good stuff uh, uh, content coming up so couldn't be
0: any farther apart from off roading in Moab and Formula One <laughs>
1: Be close. I'm in Austin. That's close. Yeah. Yeah, So,
0: yeah. Oh, speaking of Formula One, a little off topic. If you haven't watched the Schumacher documentary on Netflix,
1: fantastic. Hard to watch, but real amazing also i think we've been saying it wrong i mean they they said his name like nine different times in that in that also um you might want to watch it twice because a lot of it is in german and other languages and it's subtitles and me but it's incredible (laughs) to watch his rise as far as where he came from i actually i had no idea that he was behind senna that that happened that he was right there i didn't either i had absolutely no idea um as, as I've talked about before, Sarah, Sarah is a huge F1 and she's gotten me into F1 a ton. A, she's a huge F1 fan. And so I ended up watching it and I just, it was so cool. I've always loved Schumacher. Yeah. And the idea that, that a skiing accident, if you don't know, incredible F1 driver, drove for Ferrari, drove for a lot of, came back, drove for Clearing, Mercedes. Yeah. Unfortunately had a ski accident and has, he's still alive, but he's not himself. But and, yeah, we don't know his, stat- nobody knows the status. It's and family's they actually partner. do not say, um, it's interesting watching because they they interview his wife, who's a lovely his woman children, yeah his children they his children have very different outlooks on that whole thing. Yeah. His son is very living in the moment, and his daughter's very living in the past, kind yeah. of thing so but it's uh it's wonderful to see all these people that really you know appreciated him as a driver, his skills, what he could do i mean he was Pretty incredible, a pretty p- incredible guy. I mean, it's you know he's he's the Hamilton of his day. So the Wraith car driver, not the the dancing uh, congressman <laughs> or senator or whatever he was. So, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I forgot where I was, and I was talking about Hamilton and like, oh, isn't that a great play? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who? Yeah, Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, you can run him over now. <laughs> Ask for Stappen. <laughs> so, oh, yes. Yeah. So that was a scary accident. Yes, it was. But apparently, the halos work. So, yeah, yeah. But.
0: Anyway, back to on topic. Uh, Unfortunately, these things are an act of life or a fact of life. If you drive a lot in the Northwest, Mm -hmm. I've been hit by a deer. I've never hit a deer. I've had run into my truck. Yeah. Um, I've never, but that, it's pretty unpredictable. (laughs) You don't have to be driving recklessly to be hit, hit a deer or be hit by one. Because yeah. they're not very smart.
1: No, no, that, that's what happened to Kevin. They ran. It ran into he the ran into side him. of the car. Yeah, yeah. He, he just, did not yeah, hit it. It so.
0: ran in right into his a pillar. Yeah. Uh, Headlight and a pillar. It back. was aiming for
1: Garoff, but I mean, that's we can. I get that. I mean, right. you know, fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bob Garoff, yeah. <laughs> Garovila. <laughs> Garovila is what we're going to yeah, go with exactly. here on out. Right yeah. Well, there's a lot coming
0: up with the Vonts. So let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back. We'll talk about that and some other events we're going to be at. We'll be right back.
1: Grandpa, what do you call this thing again?
0: It's a 6 to 6 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect.
1: Is that the window button?
0: It's called a window crank.
1: Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty.
0: Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa.
1: Works for me. For people who
0: love cars. We're back. We're back. And we we're back, yes. <laughs> uh, so what's coming up with Avance? The next thing coming up right away is Oktoberfest at Griot's Motors. Uh, kind of a late announcement on this one. I didn't get this one on the calendar from Grios. I got it from Avant's. Uh That's September 25th from 10 to 2. So day after this, coming so down to Griot's. Ba- that's
1: basically their cars and gasoline, but they're doing, like, the last time was Italian. Now it's uh, Oktoberfest. Yeah. Don't okay. forget your Lederhosen.
0: Yeah. Bring your German car. Yeah. You could probably see Ray right at that.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. That's is good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Force is banking, guns are coughing, yeah. I have
0: some fun. So there's a private Check. collection tour in Salem. We've talked about that one before. Go to that if you haven't, if you're one of our Oregon listeners. But there's an Avance Dino Day at Carb Connection coming up October 2nd. Saturday, now, yeah. Yeah, and as I've said before, the fun thing about these isn't so much the high horsepower cars. It's that Chad and
1: Amanda are bringing their Nissan Figaro. <laughs> Where I don't know, <laughs> I how. really need to talk to them because I, I that car has sort of made its way onto the scene, and I know they yeah. worked very hard because they. If you don't know, they had the spicy eggplant. They sold that, which is a fifty
0: seven Chevy Bel Air, uh, no post. Oh
1: God, that was a cool gorgeous car. car. And they had they 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 got this now Nissan Figaro Figaro, which is like a retro styled JDM car.
0: Um, leave
1: it to those two. I I
0: love them. I love the eclectic Absolutely. taste and yeah. everything they have. Yeah. They have cool stuff. Yeah. And they're going to dyno that thing and put it on the dyno. So it's a, it's a turbo four. I think most people are saying it should make around 60 horsepower, but I'm dying to see. Is it brand new?
1: Was no. it brand new? No, okay. I think
0: they were made in the 90s. Oh, okay. Right it yet. looks brand new. That's yeah, what no, this is in excellent shape. Yeah. And of course, they'll do great things with it. It's but really cool. Yeah. That's the entertaining part of these. It's not going out there and seeing the higher horsepower cars. It's cool to see, like, you know, a classic big blower car get on a dyno and throw up big numbers, but I would much rather see the weird stuff. I want to see an AutoZam or a Figaro or who knows, a Subaru pickup truck from the 60s. You know. I mean, if they're asking, we'll bring the
1: monkeys. But, I mean, it, it could break the dyno. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. <laughs> I really want to see if it'll even spin the drum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Clutches are, are shot, yeah.
1: yeah. Mine's almost shot anyway. Whatever. Yeah.
0: Uh, there's an advanced track day at the Ridge. We have a guest coming up to talk about that, actually. I was talking with uh, – we have a guest coming up soon. And is her name. Uh, you guys will hear more about that one in the next couple of weeks. But uh, she races Porsche GT4s. She helps uh, Coach Michelle a little bit.
1: Yeah, Anyway. Michelle, did you see michelle had to go back to work and wear hard pants yes <laughs> i was going to crap about that too. instantly sent her if you, if you if you've ever watched archer and i was like phrasing and i was like what does that mean i was like how does that even work i love following her she's been so great she's been working on the car a lot but i was i just had to give her crap for that and then a shout out on here so yeah
0: yeah yeah uh Vaught's magazine launch in denver that's always a cool thing to see growing i love the magazine
1: yeah oh, this this the latest episode episode uh the latest issue is so cool yeah that's and it's funny because i didn't even know that car existed it's I, a I green knew,
0: jag xjg20 i
1: knew there were two or three of them in town and one of them i know has been in bellevue and very few people have ever seen it but i've never seen that car so that was really cool adam has a knack of finding cars that don't exist until you see them in a bonds. <laughs> he's good at that it, yeah. he, he should start like a car thing yeah yep
0: you probably should. Uh the big one I want to talk about will end with this one. The Avance Classics on the Green at Chateau Saint Michel on October third from one to five PM. Is that banana bread? It looks like banana bread. It's I think I it's think meat patties, banana- but yeah. I think it's banana bread. I'm pretty sure. No, just look away. It's I, not I'm hungry now. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like food's walking by anyway. Exactly. I was like, ooh, ooh squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with recording at home.
1: Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Avance Classic on the Green. Uh, it is October third. This is a pay-to-play event. Just yeah. so we're clear, um, you can go to Chateau, but in, to order, in order to see the cars and, and get on the field, uh, you have to have uh, a ticket. Um, and and a lot of people have asked me questions about this about being a classics. It they it, their definition of classics is a lot different. You're going to see every kind of car that they can get. I mean, they have really reached out to some, some collections in this area that of cars in this area and Portland that are coming up that you've never seen. They've worked really hard between uh, Adam and Chrissy and, and Ben Abrams. They've really worked hard to find cars that are really going to be neat and see. Um, if, you ever, if you've been along in this area long enough, you remember back in the day when Exotics used to do a Chateau um, event, and um, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. They have a great space to show cars off.
0: Yeah. And so general admission tickets are 45 VIP is 75. That includes food and wine. Avance members get a 25% discount. CSM Avance is your code.
1: And I I saw the VIP tent. It's going to be cool. It's going to be, it's going to be lit. (laughs) And I've, I've seen the, the list of cars that are confirmed. And I will say this, um, and this is no insult. They they're, they they were looking for cars that people haven't seen. So this is yes. stuff. Some of it you you will see, some of these cars have been to exotics. You've seen them at shows, but a lot of these cars have not been seen. So that was the point of this. And I really think it's going to be a fun event.
0: Yeah, this is the right venue for a show like that because this is a very high end event, and uh, we need to. I, I'll say it. We need to move the stuff away from Pebble Beach because most of that stuff comes from here anyway. Truth.
1: Well, and I mean, and that's always been kind of a, a discussion up here about doing something before Pebble Beach because this area would would. Could take yeah. it on very easily, so um, it's it's going to be a, an annual event uh, with Avance. So it's if you miss it this year, you'll see it next year. Um, they are very aware. I know Adam would want me to say this or would want me to say this that it is October third, and the fact that the weather could turn yeah. sideways. They are they are working with that. So, um, but it uh, the 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 concert series is over at, at Chateau, so they're now ready to to do some really cool stuff. So yeah,
0: yeah. So this is future classics that you haven't seen yet. Probably the place to go. Yeah. Absolutely. So hopefully we can all make that.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, thank you for listening to us for this, uh, you know, hour-long uh, PSA about uh, not hitting a deer. Um, you know, like other animals hurt too don't hit those either yeah don't hit those either don't hit bears don't hit elk you know squirrels don't run over your mother-in-law i know it's tempting sometimes but just don't do it um, you know so uh, you know, there's there's legal they don't repetition. let you put
0: those down on the side of the
1: road well and it's hard to mount them after you're done it's like finding the right position of grandma it's just hard so wow talking about freezing we're gonna end on that yep
0: sharp decline of the show <laughs> that's my bad Uh, for this episode of rain city supercars i'm nick i'm dan and don't just get there enjoy the drive